Right, ladies and gentlemen, what's up, BC? Uh, another episode of Supreme Being. Uh, you guys have seen recently we've been rolling out the interviews. I've been doing my best to roll out at least one to two a week. In addition to the traditional episodes that I do, I'm traveling literally right after I finish this interview. Uh, for those of you who are listening, I'll be in South Carolina. I've shared it on my Instagram, on my Facebook. It's a free event. Uh, go to my social, go to my team social, go to any of my network's uh, social over at Real. We're doing that event tomorrow. I think it's from 9 a.m. until 2 p.m. or something like that. I'll be there to speak. Um, then I'm leaving right after, but I highly recommend you come to the event. We have a lot of speakers. It's going to be fun. You find it on social media. Uh, so, yeah, I wanted to introduce Kareem. Uh, I've known him for probably like about a year now. Doing very well. He's up in Canada. I think this is our first Canadian uh, interview <laughs> so far. Uh, we've had, you know, the YouTubers on. We've had some real estate people, non-real estate people, but... You know, he's doing really well. I wanted to give him the platform and um, let you guys hear his story because it's been pretty cool to watch him evolve over the last year or so. Kareem, what's going on, my friend? I appreciate the opportunity, man. Um, we're here. Look, I'm from Morocco. I immigrated to Canada at 18. I was a soccer player before. I immigrated at 18. I tried every job possible, man. I've done cooking. I've done, uh, I worked as a, factory worker. And then slowly I went to finance. I tried to make it there. Uh, didn't work. I lost a lot of money <laughs> in trading. Listen, yeah. uh, I started my own um, sunglasses store. <laughs> I got stabbed in the back by a business partner. I wow. did ebooks on Amazon. I've done it all until I finally, you know, you can get to that point where like, okay, I don't know what to do with my life. I went to Cuba. And I met this uh, real estate agent, <laughs> this girl. Oh. And at that time, I was really into like pickup and stuff like that. Mm. So I'm talking to her and she goes straight up. Just she just throw that out the way. She goes, you know, you can talk. You know, you could probably just try real estate. <laughs> <laughs> and it just stayed in my mind. And I just came back and I was like, you know what? Fuck, let's just try. And we're here, man. Is, is that really, really how it started? Was her kind of comment or did you yeah, think well, about it at all? Or Well, that's the first one that got me like that, that thing in my head. Right. Okay. And then obviously like some friends were talking to talking about it. And the more I start doing some research about it, obviously I found your videos. Mm -hmm. And then I realized this is the closest to uh, like a sport or something mm -hmm. that is like, there's no limit to it as I can get. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Let's just try it. Uh, to be honest with you, the first, when I just did the course, I just wanted to learn first. And I was like, you know what? Let me just see how it is. But the moment you jump in, it's like you realize there's no way I can get out of this. And now I'm <laughs> going to be part of the statistic. And I just refuse to be that guy who was like, oh, I just gave up because I didn't do it. Right. So that's dope, yeah. man. Now, when you originally moved to Canada, were you still playing soccer and pursuing a professional like past post career? Or when you moved to Canada, it was already like, OK, I'm opening up a new chapter. Uh, when I went there first, uh, when I got here to Canada, I tried. But the, like the level here was not really that high. And I was like looking at the place. It was not like the main sport. It's more hockey yeah. here. Yeah. So even if I try, I mean, I had a, a bad injury in my knee. That's why I left England, by the way. I had like yeah. two surgeries and I just, I can't, you could not lose your spot because there's so much yeah. competition there that I tried a little bit here, but I did not, I almost like realized like, this is not going to get me anywhere here. Yeah. And um, I kind of just like let it, let it go. But also my knee was just not helping. Right. Every time I tried to play, 
it was like injuries upon injuries. He was getting swollen every time. And I was almost yeah. like lying to myself. And then I had to think far. I was like, how far can I take this with this injury? Like how bad can I play with this for like the next 10, 15 years? And I did research. I did MRIs. I did everything. And I then I like everybody was against it. Even though I was like, no, it's mental uh, you know, weakness. I can do it. I can do it. But at some point where you're yeah. always injured, you're always this, you're always like having ligament tear. You're, always, you're like, okay, you know what? I have to face reality at some point and be like, you know what? Maybe I have other options. Yeah, man. It sounds very similar to what I went through in basketball, bro, with my ankle. Yeah. You know, it sucks because, you know, at that time, I really still wanted to play, bro. And to me, I was like, man, if I don't play basketball, what am I going to do? I've put all my eggs in this basket. This is all I care about. This is all I'm passionate about. And it was tough after that, bro, before I got into real estate. Like I went through a very dark period in my life because same, I thought same. like everything I worked for and did was for nothing. And now that I'm not playing basketball, right. the fuck am I going to do? You know, like I literally like it's, it's almost like at that time I didn't want to do anything else. I was like, man, this is bullshit. Right. Then you go through the whole this is bullshit. Like you said, it's all mental and I can figure it out, but couldn't pass physicals. I didn't play the same because I was scared of getting injured again. Exactly. I mean, it just it, it adds up and you eventually hit a point where it's like, OK, I'm only, you know, at the time for me, I was only 25. It was just, OK, I need to get my shit together and do something else like life goes on. Right. Like I'm not going to be the guy yeah. on TV that I pictured a long time ago. I'm going to have to do something different. Um, so it sounds similar, bro. I didn't know that, yeah. which is cool. Um, it definitely so, took me years to accept it, I should say. Like, yeah, right? right. It was just right. you, you go, you derail a little bit to the wrong side. You kind of like blame the world, yep. blame your situation. You're like, it's hard to you like to be good at something. And then you have to start from scratch where you're like, you yep. suck at everything. And you're like, man, yeah. I have to start again. I dedicated like over 10 years to this. This is all yeah. I've been thinking about day and night. And is and now I have to just forget yeah. about it somehow. It's like Yeah, and it's so ingrained into your identity too. It's like yeah, I'm a soccer player, exactly. I'm a basketball player. And then at <laughs> the end, you, you know, I flipped it a couple of years later in business. I was like, stop calling me a basketball player. I'm a businessman, you know, like because then they would use it against you. Oh, you just you're just a jock, you know, you're an athlete, you're not a businessman. It's like oh, yeah. fuck. Oh, man. It's crazy, man. So that, that's cool, bro. Um, okay, so you do that. You get told, I'm a talker, right? You're in the pickup, which is interesting, right? Pickup, I think, yeah. is something everybody needs to study. Social dynamics, whatever it's you want to call it. Um, it's yeah. been shunned because the wrong people represent it. But basically, it, it's human interaction at a subliminal level. You know, when you really start studying it more and more between men and men, women and women, men and women. And I think it's the root of a lot of you know, success, because we have to understand how to deal with human beings, whether it's on an intimate level, romantic level, business level, like we need to know what people like, what they don't like, what repels them, what attracts them. Like that's to me looking at it, I said, this makes sense. But everybody yeah. looks at it like, oh, you're just, you know, trying to date and get laid and all that. And I'm like, dude, you need to grow up and and look beyond that and be mature because we're not 15 years old anymore. We're grown ass men and we want to take it to that level. And the more I call it specialized knowledge that you have, the better you know it can be. So I wanted to ask you, because you were into pickup, did you see a parallel with real estate right away? And did it help you when you got in in regards to talking to people and dealing with people? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's very, uh, the correlation is right there, right? And time to, when it comes to rejection, when it comes to body language reading, when it comes to uh, not pressing too hard, when it's like when you look desperate, all the similarities, I saw them there, you know, obviously. And um, what else uh, I, I, I find out when it comes to 
pick up and in networking that's when it, i start to see it a lot too this is this is what i'm trying to get to as much as uh i'm trying to have my niche going to networking this is where i see the pickup side works or the game side i should say mm. where you can't you can't uh push on people too far you have yeah. to know uh your limits you have to read between the lines you have to know when to do one step forward two steps back mm. or like two steps forward one step back I start to see the similarities everywhere. And I'm glad I went through that, especially the reading body language. That really worked for me, especially in networking. I can see when somebody gets too uncomfortable. I can see when somebody um, is is open to listening to me, when they're looking at me in the eyes, when their feet are pointing that way and they're like, they don't want to hear from me. All that stuff, I can see yeah. it. Yeah, man. And uh, I love it. And I geeked out about it, bro. That's really why I looked yeah. at it because I said, I want to... You know, I want to take this thing to like a high level. I don't know if you kind of came in with the same mentality, but I said, I want to do great in real estate. I don't want to just be doing pretty good above average. Like I want to be the man. Like when I walked into oh, yeah. my first company, it was remember my fucking name in my face because you're going to be seeing a lot of me soon on this top 10 list. You know, did you because you were a former athlete, did you approach it the same way? Kind of. I I got I got into it a little bit, a uh, little bit in a crazy way where I just went. I was like from the start, I was like, yo, I'm going to be the guy. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that because it's like, I don't know what it is when you were in sport. I don't know if it's an ego thing or it's a pride mm -hmm. thing. I don't know if it's a competition mind. I don't know what is it. But from the get go, I was looking at everybody. It's like, yo, my competition, like, can I, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm trying to crush everybody, even though like, yeah, you have this colleague thing, but there's that little thing in your mind where you're like, I have to be first. Yeah. I kind of have to be if not, I don't sleep right, you know? You know, I'm glad you brought that up, bro, because people who, a lot of people who aren't athletes can't relate to that. Have you yeah. ever had to coach somebody or help them or like kind of teach people how to tap into that? Because I've, I've, I've seen that as a big detriment. And I was even talking about it earlier on one of my sales calls. I was telling them, I said, man, like people lack that umph, that enthusiasm, that intensity of it's not I'm better than you or any of that. It's just going for number one like there's nothing wrong with it now i feel like our culture has been like oh you're not supposed to do it and they almost shun that incorrectly but i think that's a right. key element to having success not just in real estate but in life in general because then you attack what you want your goals with like extra intensity right have you been able to kind of teach that to somebody or explain it to somebody who's not an athlete and they clicked and got it or has that always been kind of like what i deal with where it's like a disconnect where people just they don't get it you try to explain it, but for somebody to actually uh, have it, it's just there's no way. Uh, it, either I, I feel like in that point, either you have that mm. I, I call it like the dark side. You have like that that dark thing about you, where you're like you yeah. have to get it, or you just don't have it. If you're if you're okay with it, there's there's nothing. It has to come from within. I just I tried to bring people with me. Like let's let's cold call together. Let's door knock yeah. together. Let's do this. Let's let's go first. Let's finish this. Let's but it's at some point you realize you can't really force people to do anything if they don't have it. And I feel like it's a, it's a dark thing that you, you need to have. Like, and it's not a bad thing. It's just yeah. like integration, right? You know, in a way, I agree. I just think everybody has that thing that they will activate that for. You know, like I, I know people who are like that in general, but for them to get their girlfriend, they went through hell. <laughs> to get her to impress her to finally get in front of her and you know like actually hook up with her and and you know get in a relationship with her and when they explain it to me i'm like bro it took you like two years of hard work so with yeah. her 
you were competitive as fuck, but everything else, you don't care. So I think everybody has that thing or that one area where they so, will right? do it. They just, they won't look at it that way or they won't find and say, oh, with her, this is what I felt and this is how I looked at it. Now I can transfer that, you know, to something else. And I really think that's what's missing, but I think it's key because I'm sure um, that was probably key for you to make it through tough times and, and start to really see momentum and build your business. Because can you talk about that a little bit? Because everybody goes through that, man. Like not wanting no, a cold yeah. call, not getting results. Can you talk a little bit about like what that looked like before you really started hitting some momentum and like really building your business? You know, I have somebody maybe in my agency, one of the top there. He even told me this when I first was just always there. I still had no result. He told me, dude, you're one of the most persistent people I have seen in my life. Like you're here every day. Yeah. You're here like nothing is still working, but you're still here every day doing the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the reason I looked at about it, it's just like I, I thought about it. Man, I have no other choice. It's like, I don't believe you can just um, do like go in real estate like halfway. You just, you, yeah. you're in or not. This is so hard. I, yeah. And I didn't even expect it to be that hard, to be honest with you. When I just started, I don't know why. For some reason, it's almost delusional. Yeah. When I got in, my first yeah. worry was like, maybe I should get two phones because my personal and the other one is going to be ringing too much. This is what I was thinking about. This is how delusional <laughs> I was. Yeah. And then I got into it and you realized, holy man. This is, you send all the messages to people, they leave you in, re, in red, you, you know, and you realize, oh, I got to pick up the phone now. And yep. the more you do it, I, I start, obviously, you, you're calling, you get rejected, you get this, you get that. But there's a point where you just, I just refused to be a statistic. I was like, I am not going to, the amount of people that told me, oh, it's saturated, why are you going there? And when things are not working and you meet them and they're like, oh, it's still nothing, huh? And just that feeling I just, I don't know if this competitive side, and I, just, I am not, I'm not going to accept this. This is not going to happen. Yeah. So I just stuck to it, stuck to it. And I'm just also, the more you do something, the more you start seeing patterns, right? Yep. And you start hearing the same questions, the same objections. And then obviously I start to slowly meet new people, wealthy people. And then mm. I start to see the same patterns between them as well. Mm. And then slowly but surely I, I start to figure out how they think and how i can get close to them and how i can just stick to it and when the finally i just i just never had that thought of like i'm gonna give up but when finally things start yeah. to happen it's like the way i say it is like everybody's tired and depressed when things are not working yeah. but everybody has energy when things are working yeah. when you right. finally have that first thing that work and you yeah. finally got that check of 20 grand it's like man it's hard to stop after that <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I don't, know if I, I don't know if I answered it, but <laughs> no, you did, man. You did. And, you know, and you brought up a few things, right? Persistent, even though you weren't getting the result, that's key because nobody, even if you get some success right away, it doesn't just blow up. Like even for me, I got one or two deals right away. And then I went through a period where I didn't get shit. But even though I didn't like it, like you said, I continued to stay persistent. And then the hill started getting bigger and I started the graph started going up, right? It was like a quick yeah. little spike in the beginning. I'm like, oh man, I'm the man and I figured it out. And, but then it goes down and then, uh, and then it slowly starts going up. Um, and the fact and, that I had no choice, that's also, I was like, this is, this is it. This is what I'm going for. I'm not giving myself another option. I am not doing this half halfway. I'm not half-assing this thing. This is it. It has to work. It absolutely must work. There is no maybe. You know, no matter what was not yeah. working, I was like, I'm sticking to this process. It's eventually going to pop. Like, there's, there's, 
you know, there's no and we know it, why right? wouldn't exactly. We know it's going to work out because we've heard it so many times and we've seen it so many times. I just think a lot of people, and that might be the athlete in us too, were because I was the same way. I was like, fuck it. Like if I, in quotes, fail, I'll, I'll live out on the street until my business gets going. Like I'll figure <laughs> it out. It's a little easier down here because it doesn't snow like it does in, yeah. <laughs> in Canada. But you get what I'm saying. You get the reference. Like, yeah, it, it will pop off and go when it does. And even if it takes two or three years, I'm going to be here every fucking day until it works. Right. And again, I tell people that's nothing more than an attitude. We're not special. Right. Yeah. yeah you can say the conditioning of being an athlete and being competitive built us up in that way. But anybody has the capacity to do it in regards to that, meaning like I tell people, you chose to get your real estate license. You chose to get right. in the business. Therefore, you accept everything that comes with it. Why would you now run away or not go all in when you made the choice to do it? That's what I tell people. It's like you. It. I didn't put a gun to your head. Kareem didn't put a gun to your head. No one said, oh, you needed to no, You went through the classes. You did the course. You paid the fee. You got into real estate. You came in day one like, I'm going to be the man, right? Like we all did that. So why would you give up? It doesn't make any sense. So Some, something... I, yeah, I, I something that helped me do is I write my achievements on I have like a note thing on my phone and I write the, the achievement that I had anything I've ever done was never I was never like great at it from the beginning or good at it like any pickup I learned man attack that took me a lot to learn and you all it's always like this it's nothing 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 and then finally that that big spike that happens when mm -hmm. things start to happen and you start getting all these girls and you're like what I'm doing jujitsu, the same thing. The first year or something, you're you're just confused. You don't know what's going on. And just finally, there's that piece of puzzle that just clicks for some reason. And now you're just starting to, things start to happen. That thing, and I was thinking about that this whole time in real estate. I'm like, I know the process. I know even in football, soccer, it was same thing. Like you suck, you suck, you suck. And there's something just clicks. Your reflexes get better. Your things get better. Everything gets just sharper. And I was just waiting for that moment. I'm like, I know it's happening. I just got to stick to it. Right. Just a matter of, I got to stay long in the game. Was there a particular deal or moment like in your business or maybe more than one that things started to fall into place where you figured something out that previously you hadn't figured out? What is my first deal over a million? The first nice. 1.2. That's the first time. Because like you see, you could, what, whether I liked it or not, I had them, I saw them a little bit higher than me, right? <laughs> yeah. Just, I remember. Uh, you know, I remember. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And you know, you know, you finally start working with these people, and you have this opportunity. And then, like the same thing I was saying to uh, Ethan, and and then you realize, man, it doesn't matter. The these people don't know nothing about real estate. I know a lot more. They they're looking for my guidance, and 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 yep. then we finally went through. It just broke a certain mental barrier that are like, dude, I don't care what the price point. They need me, and I'm yep. good at what I'm doing. <laughs> and that it just broke a lot a, a big barrier in my head. Yeah. That was, I think, the, the big shift in December, like end of December, where I just like, wow, this is it doesn't matter the price point, and especially the commission was big. And you're like, man, this is this. OK, this is life changing. This yeah. big barrier that I just broke. Just and I'm, I'm glad Kareem brought that up because, you know, he had brought that up to me and we had talked about it a lot. Right. But it's one thing to talk about it, no matter how much is talked about or at what depth versus the experience and going through it. Right. Which yeah. ultimately is what you know, connects the dots and, and really cements any teaching or anything else is actually going through it and doing it and seeing it and experiencing it. Right. And I knew that would happen, bro. Cause it happened to me too. And in other areas, and you go through that same process and whatever you do, but after that, if you can highlight maybe two or three things, cause you mentioned it clicked, right. But 
what specifically like maybe in your day-to-day -day, maybe in like your your efforts like what changed after that what went 10x like what really shifted moving forward after that that really started giving you more momentum and really building your business well right, right after that i started to network a lot i mean yeah. bro when i say a lot i mean i'm out 90 percent of the time right yeah. i started to automate most of my most of my follow-up most of my emails i'm starting to use ai's to my advantage i am using some of paper marketing as well just as this is what what happened once we get my commission i just this is what it changes and i'm using if anybody by the way using flyers that doesn't work i'll tell you that <laughs> at least for me i just spent thousands of dollars if anything you want to do a paper marketing use something like like a like a, a block note right with your face on it they keep it they use it they use they see your name and your face every time yep. and i usually send this to people that are like a month away from expiring so I know they're going to use it. I know they're going to see my face. So by the time they expire, by the time I call them, they know what the name is. Yep. Right. And just the change that happened with that, uh, by the way, don't I say the million dollars? I know I'm jumping here and there, but <laughs> I'm starting to get close to these people and I'm fine. And they, I get introduced to their son and then I start hanging out with their son. He introduced me to other people and I'm starting to see this pattern between all of them that you can't. First of all, you can't kiss your ass, right? <laughs> That's going to break you. That's badly. And also, when I, I'm just observing how they deal with each other. And I'm just starting to also pay for all the dinners, all the drinks. And that shifted everything. I just, by the way, I tried it once because I was hanging out with people. And I was like, the bill came. And, I, and when you're not used to it, you have this little thing on your stomach. And you're like man, this is, I kind of need this $300, right? <laughs> but you do it and it's just changed everything. The right after they like call you, Hey bro, what's going on? And it just completely shifted the, the dynamics. Yeah. yeah. And I, the more I do it, the more I get introduced to more people, the more, and it just clicked yeah. in my head and like, man, if I can't spend $300 on these people, how can they trust me with 40 grand commission? Yeah. It's just so logical, but to do it, that's the real issue, right? Yep. But it just, I feel like maybe it's pickup, right? But I, I kind of really understood the, the dynamic of networking where, like, I started to network at all levels, by the way, up and down. Like, one of the, the, the services I give is, like, a cleaning lady. If the listing is good, I, I, I give services of cleaning lady. She gets 30 bucks an hour, three hours. I still give her 120 just an hour extra. And I'm really yeah. good to her. I get referrals from her because she cleans at other places. Yeah. And... Chances of you meeting that important person, like that really high network individual, is slim. You're going to meet it through somebody, at least my, my experience. Somebody's yeah. going to refer you to somebody, mm -hmm. right? So I have to, you have to network at all levels. That's, that's the first thing I, I did. And, and also, I realized what people don't, don't refer people easily. It's because it's like, you know, the 48 laws of power. It's, just, it's, it's like the reputation and it's, there's, yep. there's jealousy. They don't want to refer you that important person. They're like, what if you become friends and you just leave me out? Yeah. You know, yeah, so yeah. they don't want to do it. So they have to trust you. They have to like you for them to do this. And yep. also they, they can never refer you without referring their reputation. They yep. have to refer you their reputation at the same time. So like, yep. so when you get a referral, work as hard as you got it as a fistball. Like you can't just be like, oh, it's a referral. They know me. I can be chill about it. There are somebody trusts you with their reputation at work. So you have to, yeah. you know, you have to deliver. So. Yeah, man. That's 
what I'm starting to notice, like I'm seeing patterns slowly. I'm starting to have this, this theory starting to form itself slowly. Yeah. And, and one of the things I got from that too, is little things, right? Like in the extra yeah. hundred, hundred bucks that you spend shifts the relationship, right? The gesture, um, you know, small things. And I think that what you add over time is really what makes the biggest difference, especially when you're looking at, cause we get that question all the time, you know, how do you build relationships with people? Well, you just heard it from the man himself, right? It's not like we craft this special marketing campaign to, you know, build a relationship. It's just, he's like, Hey, we had dinner and I paid like little things like that. It's almost like the same example. I tell people, how are you going to grow or how are you going to expect the seller to trust you when instead of paying the five bucks to VIP park, you park two miles away to save a dollar. <laughs> like it just doesn't make any sense, man. Right. And that's the same person yeah. that will make fun of you. I'm like, bro, you walk two miles to save a dollar. Who's really the idiot here? Who's really the idiot here? Yeah. yeah me or you. Right. And it, it, again, it's a block. Oh no, I'm, I'm not a VIP guy. Right. And then mentally they, they think, like you said, they're beneath. Oh, that's only for rich people right. or whatever they think. Right. And, but people don't see that a small shift and paying an extra dollar already begins to make that, that change. And, and they even will refuse to look at it. Or I just think they're not in a position where they're forced to grow. Like for you, it's when you're thinking do or die, you have yeah. to, you have to evolve. You have, have to, to evolve. And sometimes I think even if you're the most safe person, you don't like confrontation, you don't like, you know, testing your comfort zone, there's going to be moments where you have to do things like this to push into the next level of growth. It's the same thing like he oh, brought yeah. up martial arts, right? Jiu-jitsu. You know, uh, yeah. you have to learn. Otherwise, you're going to keep getting your fucking face smashed in every time until you learn, okay, I need to use leverage and I need to learn this move. It's not fun getting your ass kicked every day for a year. Same thing with boxing. If you guys remember yeah. when I posted the first pictures and videos when I first started, I was bloody after every session because I'd get my ass beat. And now those same motherfuckers won't even spar me because they know I'll whoop their ass, right? Like, but again, I had to go through that and I was like, okay, I don't want to get beat up anymore. This sucks. I need to learn yeah. and move my hands and learn, you know, learn the movements. And it made me practice more. So when I got back in, it's like, okay, this time I'm going to hit him with at least two punches before I get my ass kicked, right? Like, let me improve every <laughs> session. But what's behind that is what he said in the beginning. There's no option of, well, I'm not going to box anymore. I'm quitting. It's like, no, I'm in this. Yeah. If I need, if I need to cry or whatever, I need to fucking figure it out. Right. And you, the listener, you have to put yourself in that position where there is no out. And this is why I've always been against, I know I'm kind of going off on a rant here, but I've been off or against that philosophy of, well, you should always have a plan B and something else. It's like, no dude, then you'll never go all in and give it that, that all or be bloody yeah. and wipe it off and say, fuck it. I'm going back in. I'm going to figure it out. Cause that's how you win, dude. That's how you win. And then that's how you stick in like he did. And you start figuring these things out because when you're in it without the option of leaving and you're in that lines, then you're like, okay, it's me or the line. I need to figure it out. You're not like, oh, I can just push the button and get out. Right. You'll find a way. And, and I'm sure, I'm sure because that option wasn't in your mind, you figured it out. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I had no, no plan B, no other option. I'm like, I have to figure this out. I, I started to go out all the time. I'm like, I, and I wanted to see, because I know if I can, figure out other things and I and I kind of learn pick up and I learned jujitsu and I learned this I, I can't figure this out like I know I can mm -hmm. and slowly just observation I start to see mm -hmm. look networking with uh, with with rich people it, it's it can be expensive that's the truth like <laughs> I know anybody is like oh man it's not no it is gonna cost you and it's got it's also opportunity sometimes it's nothing yep. is promised right you just do it to do it mm -hmm. but it gives you a result, man. If you're just acting normal and also you're not, at least what I do, I'm never impressed with anything. Like the first time I was in a Porsche, 
I've never been in one before. And I, I was I was in one the first time and I just acted like this was like this is regular. I've been there a thousand times. Yeah. I go to a restaurant and meet the person. Hey, it's good to see you. Let's just sit down. Let's just you know, eat and everything. And I'm just you just you just flow with it. You you have yeah. to they have to feel comfortable with you. You can't just be like, so uh it is half uh it's the tip is this, and you're like, Oh my god, I've never seen it. It's like these people are never gonna trust you if you act like that, you know. Yeah. So I just start to see this and I'm like, okay, yeah. this is what I need to do. This is how it's going to work. And the more, obviously, it's like a reinforcement. The more it works, the more I'm like, this is what I need to do. I'm going to continue. I'm going to continue in this, in, this, yeah. in this phase. You know, one thing I want to bring up again, bro, and have you talk about is you said 90% of the time you're out there, you're networking and you're out. I'm right. noticing people want to do the opposite. They want to not talk to anybody, not do anything and somehow get business. And I've been telling them for years to do what you're doing. Right. And of course, you're getting results and you're doing well. Yeah. Why do you think it's just a social aspect that people won't want to do that? Or why do you think people think they can hide or go behind AI, not interact with people, not network, not prospect? And somehow they think they're going to get business like like obviously you figured yeah. it out. That's fine. Right. Yeah, yeah. Why do you think there's still that? Well, I can do it another way. I don't have to like interact with human beings. It just, I think it's avoidance at that, at that point. It's like, you're avoiding reality. It's like, how can you, how can you get, <laughs> this is a people-based business. Yeah. Like this, a people, how can you be in a people-based business while you kind of avoiding people? Like, it's just like, there's no logic behind it. You have to talk to people. You have to have a lead generation system. Like if you don't have that, somehow get people to work with you. And it's just like, this is never going to happen. I feel like it's just avoidance at that time, at that point. Because it's like anything you're gonna do, it's gonna, it's not gonna be. There's a lot of part of it that's not gonna be fun. I oh, mean, believe me, even this this referral system that I'm trying to build, even I'm going out all the time. A lot of times, I don't feel like going out. I don't feel like being there. I don't feel like being loud and this and you know, meeting with these people and calling all these people and just like asking how they're doing and just like ask them to get coffee and just meet them here and there. A lot of times, I don't feel like doing this, but I know this is what I have to do. If I'm in a people-based business, I have to meet people so I can get business. It's just like, it's just, <laughs> just yeah, logical. Yeah. If people are avoiding this, then I think it's just a responsibility avoidance or it's just delusion at that point. Yeah. And you mentioned before, you know, the whole pickup aspect and the social aspect was a challenge for you. What were some of the okay. things that you were doing even initially, probably even before you got into real estate that started helping you put that puzzle together? Because I think that is a very big underlying issue for most people when it comes to how i got good at the social aspect right like even you can even forget real estate for a second but just being comfortable interacting with people going out when you don't want to going uh when you don't want to go out and understanding the importance of the interaction and being comfortable with people like even you brought up earlier when you roll with the big dogs you can't act like it's your first time there right you have to <laughs> act as if right but yeah. so you have to you have to have a certain level of proficiency in communication and comfortability socially to do that, right? Talk, to be honest with you, in the in the beginning, obviously, as everyone, I just started going out a lot because I I, I didn't know you can learn that. Yeah. So when I found out, it it's like almost like I found out about a superpower. I was like, wait, what? You can learn that? And the yeah. guy who kind of showed me this, this one sentence that really changed everything for me. He goes, "Learning pickup could be creepy, but even with you know what's more creepier, like more creepy is not learning it." Yeah, that's yep. when you're really creepy. Mm -hmm. And yep. that's where I was like, man, I have to learn this stuff. And slowly, obviously, in the beginning, I'm just all over the place. I'm talking, I'm yeah. that guy who's talking to 
50 person in a row everywhere yeah you're afraid of the rejection you do it anyways because that's my only way and eventually slowly you you have to almost like i start to unlearn what i learned to and, and develop a, a new way for my new personality with age mm -hmm. and everything yep. and you start to press less on certain things you you just like calibrate as you go like you can't i feel like you can't calibrate before the facts like you have to do it to know yeah. where what is like okay i pushed far here now yeah. i have to step back a little bit okay this is yeah. when when somebody is uncomfortable this is when i need to step back when i say something too odd you know okay this i didn't get a good reaction i gotta <laughs> slow it down yeah. if i'm like too soft and it yeah. doesn't work i'm like okay i gotta i gotta push a little bit higher yeah. to get a better reaction and, and you slowly start to calibrate and you have this structure of like okay this is the open this is the body this is the hook point this is this this is the close the soft close and slowly it started to build in my head and i slowly got comfortable with like talking but in the beginning man it, it was obviously hard I, I was i was i couldn't look at people in the eyes i couldn't couldn't do none of that stuff i started meeting people in groups yeah. and i was like yeah let's do it together because it, it gets easier when you when somebody's with you right of course yeah you know, let's do it together and slowly you push each other and we i used to do something to force myself obviously because it's not fun like I yeah. give a hundred bucks to my to my friend and he give me a hundred bucks. Oh, like, well, we do like one at a time, right? I give yeah. him a hundred bucks and each approach he gotta give me back 10 bucks. Yeah. Right? Or like like this. And then once I'm finished, then he has to do the same thing. Yeah. Or we go a, a game where like you have 10 seconds to approach a new person even after you get rejected. Like yeah. you stop, it doesn't work, and you have 10 seconds to do it. If not, <laughs> then you lose a 10 bucks. That's or great. You know, yeah. you give yourself yeah. games that like you have no choice but to do it. And slowly you get comfortable with it. You start to learn, you get all this, the words start to flow easier and the sentences start to flow easier. It just clicks at some point. You're like, wow, I just had to stick to it. And eventually it just clicks. You figure it out. Yeah. And I'm glad you brought that up because even the quote that you said in the beginning is true because whether you think of, again, it doesn't matter if you're a dude approaching a chick, just approaching strangers in general, or you even if general, you guys are yeah. prospecting, when you suck at it, it is creepy. Like if, if you are terrible at door knocking or cold calling or approaching people in public, it can be seen as creepy. So you have to think, why am I not good at this? Because I need to do this for a living now. I need to talk to people and generate conversation out of thin air. I need to be good at this. So he's right. And that quote is correct. If you're not good at it, it's even worse. Yeah. But if you attempt really and you suck, now you get the feedback to say, oh, I thought that would be a good line. Obviously, it's not. Let me go back and fix it just like I did in the beginning with all my fucking videos and you guys saw that whiteboard, that was that same process. This doesn't work, this does. Circle it, okay, we use this line. The other 10 that I tried fucking suck. How do I know? Because 100 people slammed the fucking door in my face. And same thing as you. I forced myself to go out two or three nights a week, no drinking, no smoking, and I would start a timer when I walked in. I said, I have you know 60 or 90 minutes to talk to 10 groups or 15 groups or whatever it was. And it wasn't about getting laid or this and that. Oh, I need six phone numbers. It was just about the experience and becoming proficient. I said, I want to be so fucking good at being out at night that when I walk into a place, the way I carry myself, people think I'm the fucking owner. Yeah. I'm you glad know? you brought that up because I was not going like the same thing. I was not going with like, oh, tonight I have to get laid. It was like every night I went out or every yeah. day game I went out, I had like a goal in mind. Oh, like today I'm working on eye contact. Okay. Or today I'm working on body language. Yep. Or today I'm working on on like instant dates. Or today I'm working on something. Every time I had like a certain subject that I want to work on, this yeah. is what I'm doing. Every time. Yeah. That's amazing, bro. And to this day, like even today, I got somebody's Instagram at the gym. I do this with guys, girls, anybody, because dude, I want them in my network. 
It's not again yeah. just about, oh, I need a friend or I need to get laid or whatever. It's like, bro, when this becomes a part of your lifestyle, you just do it with no attachment. It's not like, oh, I need to get this person on my radar because then six months from now, we're going to do real estate. Like, no, that's a potential, but it's just, hey, you know what? Let's, oh shit, you like to do that too? Great, bro. Like hit me up next time. Here's my Instagram, like stuff like that. But you're not going to do that naturally unless you've done it a million times the wrong way. Then you figure out right. how to do it right. Then in the moment, everything slows down and you're so good that you can pick up on the things that he's saying. Oh, they gave me a weird, they pulled back. Okay, they didn't like that. You're not going to notice that at first because you're too worried about what the fuck you're going to say or, oh, I need to have eye contact, right? Like, yeah. again, we all went through that phase. And I'm, I'm so glad that Kareem is bringing this up because this is the subject that people most avoid. The number right. one reason I think a lot of people won't get on my stuff, especially is because of what we're talking about here, because we will force you to confront that if you want to take it to that level. Now, I'm telling you, it's worth it on this side of the, the fence, we can call it, right? Right. But you have to jump the fucking fence and climb it. And if you get cut a little bit, that's okay, right? But you have to fucking do it if you want to achieve that level of, like he said, oh, that's possible? Yes. Yes, it is, right? It, it, it's, it's possible to be completely comfortable socially. It's completely possible to open up like at a networking event. Anybody there, get the yeah. attention of anybody. Build so much social value there that people approach you. Like all that shit is possible. And to me, like he said, he said the word superpower. To most people, that is a superpower. Once you learn yeah. it, it's your everyday thing. Like I was talking with the guys, like Alden and some of them on the like internal sales call earlier. And I talked about this example. I want to bring it up because I think you'll laugh because you're in the pickup too. I, I said, man, you know, I feel so comfortable now with my aura just as a person, not even like a sexual, non-sexual thing that I, I was telling them, I was like, I'm at the gym testing the, the, the power of it, meaning I'm, I'm purposely doing things wrong to get a bad response and I'm not getting a bad response. So I'll literally, like I was telling them, I approached um like a female at the gym that i've never talked to to test this got way too close to her had like um you know almost like an angry face and and signaled like this for her to take her ear, ear pods off the airpods like you have and i'll and it, it, i had to stop for a second i'm like man this is going to be like probably too much and just like i i predicted i didn't get a negative response from her she just looked at me and took her airpods out like yeah what's up <laughs> And then, you know, I just said something stupid and then I walked away and I was like, man, even when I try to get the bad response, I can't anymore. But that's just your aura. So I told them possibly they've seen me before or you, you never know. But whatever was communicated, enough was communicated for them to respond accordingly and not respond to me like she would to a normal person. Same yeah. thing, you know, like and, and it happens like that at gym. But I tell people you can craft and develop. And that's what, you know, working on your, your social skills and developing your character does. I'm sure to a degree you feel that way or you know you can create a response like that. And I tell people, man, you need to look at that and say, what is the, the power in that? How much money can I make with that? How much can I grow my business? How much more fulfillment can I get out of life? Because that's really what it's about. That's the way I looked at it. So when I moved to Miami, bro, and it might be similar like when you moved from Morocco to Canada, bro, I was excited, right? You were younger back then, so maybe you weren't as excited. But I was like, bro, I don't know anybody here. Like I can, I was. and within a week, you didn't come to that first event, but I told people on the program, I said, within a couple months, I'm going to set the first event here from somebody I meet on the street, probably that's like a business owner and we'll host it here. And that's what we did. That first event on the rooftop and all that. I met the fucking owner of that place on the street, bro. Right? And they gave me a fat discount, even though I didn't ask for it. And we got that whole third floor. We got a private bar. I was like, and I just fucking moved here two or three months ago. And I was like, and I've been here three months and I have a better reputation and no more people than you guys having been where you live for fucking years. Yeah. Right. But it's a yeah. testament to what we talk about. And this development is, dude, you can 
create whatever experience and be whoever the fuck you want to be right like i didn't move here like oh i'm scared i can't like bro i would literally stand on the corner sometimes by the beach and if anybody looked at me too long like i took that as an indicator of interest and i would start talking to them hey <laughs> and, and or people would come up to me right because i would just stand there with my shirt off all tattooed They're like damn bro you got some cool tattoos boom we're in an interaction someone else hey you over there with the hat like i was just fucking around but i said dude nobody knows me here and this is my time now because again, I didn't have any of my shit. It was all uh, in storage. I was in a little ass apartment because I was waiting to buy my house. I, was I like, remember that I part, have yeah. two or three months of monk mode, but I can just go out and use these basic social skills. And now mm. within a week or two, bro, like I would tell people, I, I was sharing stuff on social media. Like, what the fuck, bro? You've been here a week or two. Like, how are you going to all these places and all these people? I'm like, because all the shit I've been talking for years, I back it up. Right. And again, I'm not special. It's just you implement the skills and it gives you access to things like he mentioned in the beginning that you think are a superpower or, oh, you can do that? Yes. Yes. Right. Do you have any examples, bro, of how this type of stuff has like gotten you a specific connection or gotten you access to something or someone that otherwise you wouldn't have had access to? Well, just uh, like club owners, just people that have 250 doors. People yeah. that own Molson, things like yeah. this. It's just yeah. like, it just, like I said, when I network with, and I said, at all levels, that's yeah. how it happened. Slowly but surely, it, meeting this person that's going to introduce you to this person. But I realize just when you, you can network in a proper way, people just start to like you. Yeah. And if it, once they like you, they trust you. And like I said in the beginning, people, were, when they refer you, they refer their reputation. And they have to trust you enough to not feel like they're going to lose that contact to you. Yeah. Right? 100%. Once they like you, they, you get introduced to, to the next person that is higher. Oh, by the way, this is the brother of this person. You just see them randomly because you see them often. Yeah. Hey, and just slowly, the other person starts to like you again. And you get introduced to the next person and then the next person and then the next person. Next thing you know, you know the person that owns the whole place, the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. That's I've met plenty of people like this. But it was just like this, slowly but surely. But just yeah. networking and being just likable. You know what I mean? I don't know what I'm doing exactly. I guess I'm just like being friendly to them. I'm just paying for stuff. I'm just uh, also I'm, I'm socially aware. Like you know, it's like if somebody is very uncomfortable, I can tell like they they're busy. They have to leave. And I'm not like that type of guy. It happened to me yesterday, by the way. I was in a grocery store, and I'm like rushing. I'm trying to. I'm literally on the phone, and if somebody grabbed me by the hand. And I'm, I'm, as I'm like trying to leave, they're still grabbing yeah. my hand and trying to have a conversation with me about, you know, something that random. And I'm just like, you know, sometimes it's time to have that conversation. But sometimes when you see somebody busy, you yeah. don't have to grab their hand and be like socially unaware of what's going on right now. Yeah. Like I'm socially aware if, if they're in a bad mood, if they're in a great mood, it, you know, if, yeah. if they are in a hurry, if they're there having a good time, I invite them, hey, come get a drink with me, man. Like I know they're a good time. If I can yeah. see that dealing with something bad, man, on the phone, I'm not going to go and start, you know, <laughs> start, yeah. hey, man, let's come get a drink. It's like, okay, now you're just socially not <laughs> right there. Like, yeah, just slowly like that, I start getting really close to people. And they're when they like me, they trust me. And then they introduce me to the next person and the next person, next person. Next thing I know, I know owners of real big companies, big projects, big yeah. everything. And be like, how did I get here? But I know how I got there, right? Yeah. So even like if we take an example like the club, if you go to that club where you know the owner, your experience that night is much different than the average person going to the club. Oh, right? yeah. 
Yeah, I was talking to Adolfo, by the yeah. way, about because he was trying to get to into uh, like networking like this, right? Referrals yeah. and everything. And he goes like, you know, I don't go out that much and everything. I said, listen, you don't have to go out with people. Here's something I even do in like a uh, like a restaurant that serves alcohol or something. Even if I go by myself to eat, I'm eating the the waiters. I'm offering the waiters shots, and I'm having like I'm just having a ball. I'm just having a good time there. Yeah. I'm being friendly with everybody, and I remember everyone's name. That's very yeah. key. To the point where I write it on my phone. I remember, okay, this person, the description, I write their name. So, and I and I have a great time with them. Next time I show up, even legend, they're probably going to remember you because not, not everybody does that. But even if they don't remember you, just the fact that I'm going to address them by their name, they're almost going to feel like shit. They're like, oh, this guy, they, they, they remember me, but I don't remember them. So you're already going to get, and I do the same thing. Great night. We're having a good time. I'm making jokes. I'm calling them by their names. Next time I'm going to show up with a client there, I'm going to get treated like I own the place. Yep. That's, you know, and I told him, I was like, just do that. You don't have to be with somebody. Just, just go by yourself. You're going to meet people there, but just be that, just create the party by yourself. You don't have to rely on other people. I love that bro, because I remember I would even tell people that, but I don't know how it is in Canada, but here it's almost like stigmatized. Oh, if you go out by yourself, that's weird. And I would tell people that's not fucking weird (laughs) outside of the U S that's not weird. At least in my experience, it's only weird here. But again, I think people are socially awkward and they feel like they need the people there to like talk or they'll feel weird. Like the kid at school, you know, who sits by themselves at lunch, they feel like a loser, right? It's crazy. But what you're describing is simple and anybody can do, right? And, and I would do that too, right? I would, um, I would actually do that as a test with people when I would go out, I would say, look, typically when you go out, even to like a restaurant, like you mentioned, most people treat the waiters and waitresses like shit. Like they don't even acknowledge them. And I was like, watch. I'll start interacting with them and notice how it's going to take a little bit for them to get out of the work mode and actually really genuinely start interacting with us. And then, you know, they would come back and forth. Of course, it's busy. So they're in and out. And I said, did you notice? I'm like, yeah, the third time they came back, they, they, they were different. I said, exactly. It took them a little bit to finally be like, oh, they're cool. And they open up to you right now. Like you said, now you begin to build your reputation. You get access to other people. And that's one of the ways that I got to know like all the owners of these places. So now when I go with a client, the owner sits down with us to eat, right? Yeah. And like we brought up earlier, the club situation, just like this. Imagine you take a client out to eat at a restaurant that you recommend and the owner of the place sits down with you. That's an experience that now through these skills you can create that other people don't have access to. Or they're like, wait, how do you know the owner? Wait, you mean you just showed up and you met them? Yeah, over time. Because if you go to a location, market, restaurant, business, they're there. You know they're going to be there from nine to five or whenever it's open every day. So you'll figure out, hey, this waiter or this manager's there these days, I'm gonna go those days and get to know them. I mean, it's not hard because then even going back to the ideas that I would give people about the marketing and the videos, well, that's gonna happen too. You know what, dude, I'd love to feature you guys on my, you know, my blog with my uh, clientele because, you know, I'm here all the time. I fucking love this place. You wanna (laughs) jump on a video with me and rap about your place for two minutes? Or like, yeah, let's do it, right? Now we're building a different level of relationship because now it's also getting into business. And we're helping each yeah. other, right? So, man, that's great. Um, but it's good to see and hear from you, bro, that you're doing a lot of these things because they work, man. They work. And I'm sure it works, man. I want to wrap it up. I'm sure you're having fun doing this, right? That's that's the that's the cool part about it, right? It's yeah. like not only I'm networking, I'm very aware of what I'm doing, obviously. Yeah. I know I'm networking, but at the same time, I'm having a blast. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm making jokes. I'm meeting these people. I'm shaking hands, and it's and it's a good feeling when you come back and they remember you. Like, oh, Kareem, hey, it's good to see you. Or like, you know, you meet somebody literally in the street. You're like, oh, am I gonna see you this Sunday? They remember you. Create this authority figure 
slowly yeah. but surely over there and slowly but surely sometimes literally you just show up and hey by the way this guy i have to you have to i have mm -hmm. to introduce you to this guy and it's yeah. the web it's just growing some almost effortless right even though i'm conscious of what i'm doing yeah. but the fact that i'm having a blast it's it's just works it's I love it, bro. almost seems effortless so uh, uh to this date what's been like the biggest deal that you've done in regards to um uh like we can say value and then moving forward like are you specifically focusing on luxury or are you like you said top to bottom i'm trying to take everything obviously but my goal is to get to the luxury market slowly but surely because i feel like i'm i'm getting how that clientele thinks right mm -hmm. so i'm trying to pierce as much as i can in that clientele but the um, you saying i get the biggest commission or the biggest deal both if you want to share oh, well <laughs> the biggest one <laughs> is was 55. nice yeah that's man but the biggest deal so far was 1.3 nice but i'm slowly i'm already talking about uh 1.6 somebody and hopefully this will if this works Bro, this is going to be the biggest thing I've ever done. It's a revenue building at 6 million. Nice. If I, I'm, it's, I'm working on that, but if I manage to get this one, that's going to be a new uh, belief system that just got broken. And then again, the more I break this belief system, the more I'm go up. But the biggest so far that I actually closed was 1.3. But I'm, I'm, I'm trying to break that 6 million mark. If I can, that's going to be, man. I love it, bro. So yeah, bro. I mean, we still have a lot to talk about, so we can probably do another episode. Uh, somebody wants sure, to hit bro, you anytime. up. Uh, where should they hit you up? Instagram, Facebook, Instagram, Zahar Kareem. You're going to find me easily. I have my YouTube channel that I'm not sharing as much, but I'm trying to talk about everything about pickup, about real estate. I'm just speaking there about everything. I'm probably going to start talking about networking a lot because I'm really starting to figure out this, this world, man. And, uh, yeah, just hit me up on Instagram, Zahar.Karim. I'm right there. AKA the networking king. <laughs> networking king of Canada. There we go. Cool, bro. Um, yeah, bro. If there's any other links and stuff, you can share them with me. I'll put them in the description of the podcast. Appreciate Perfect. you coming on. Everybody for listening. Um, hopefully you're enjoying the interview series and we'll be uh, hitting you next week with the next episode. All right. Thank you Peace. for the opportunity, bro. Appreciate it.